no one and all and everyone except me. It seems like I owe you all one floppy floozy mac daddy of an apology wology. Hi, I'm the intro voice guy, and there's no other way to put it. I lost my ragga ding dong in last year's podcast, and for that I am truly sorry. So much so that I've agreed to donate all my future earnings from anything I do ever to Europe. You see my real name is Jeremiah Godfinger. But don't let that flip side up your opinion of me biatch, I've never even so much as got off with a god. I've got that one. Two. Three. But that came back to bite me. Two. One I died the second time after my third stint as a horse fighter. I regret all of the previous unprofessional shouting smacking shagging and punching I got my big billy bollocks in two. Three. Five. Eight. Fibonacci and Chong were more exemplary when they got blazed and drove everywhere. I made a right royalty of myself make no mistake because if you make mistakes then everyone remembers them unless you're minted. Like remember that time when Max Mosley had an artsy sex orgy? He's like the presenter of Love Island or some shit now. Look you'll have to forgive me like the kinky priest on that 18 to 30 club trip to Lanzarote when I drank the pre-blood of Christ thinking it was buckfast. I was followed by a bishop or three at every public appearance after public appearance after pubic appearance. Either way I'm just so hornily deflated at my actions that henceforth I can't even sit down straight. My eyesight's so fucked in the plop sockets that I'm able to see round corners. Go on. Ask me what's around the corner. I fucking dare you as fuck. Well I'll tell you what's round the corner. One hell of a crispy bitch of a podcast and probably a Greg's because it's likely there is a Greg's. We join a segment of your heroes as the tall sexy voiced one chats to his stupid dickhead of a sister at his mum's haunted house. It's not haunted by ghosts. It's just haunted by his mum who spends her time working 9 to 5. Cashing checks and breaking necks. And doing Ouija boards as often as possible. So sit back, relax and welcome to the No Nut Podcast, Nerd Matters Episode 11. Door sound. Right. Now that's over where's my fucking tuk-tuk? Do you mean a taxi? No not a fucking taxi. A fucking tuk-tuk. You stupid thick as fuck bastard of an old head of a cunt I'm going to cartwheel you so fucking hard in your thick as fuck fucking skull out of your thick as fuck fuck. So why did you want the job? Um, because mum's kicked me out. I've yeah. got nothing left. Yeah. Apart from shame. All right. Um, how is shame anyway? How's he doing these days? God, it's taking me over. I'm drowning in shame. Similar things like. <laughs> what is similar to shame? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Pain, but now it's just getting round. Jazz hands. Mm-hmm. So jazz hands, the thing is that I was thinking about, I don't think about jazz hands a lot, but I was thinking about this the other day, jazz hands are really sad, like anyone, find anyone doing jazz hands and there's pain. <laughs> there you go, and shame. And shame, so yeah they are. Oh, that's, that was perfectly timed, a little bit of uh, vibration from um, <laughs> a message on my phone there. This this sat with me here is um, my sister, who's the aforementioned only child from Entwistle. Uh, That's me. Myself and Maka were discussing ways to who's um, in absentia at the moment. I'm going to pour a sip on the concrete for him at the first opportunity. In fact, I'll just spit on the concrete now. (laughs) (laughs) But um, we decided that it might be a good way to get to know people um, for this podcast. Um, 
only child from Entwistle. Hold on, here's my mum. Mouthful. All right. Mouthful of mysteries and a kiss full of wonder. How's it going? Say hi to the kids in podcast land, mum. Oh, hi, podcast land kids. What's, what, what, you what are you doing here? I'm just eating my cornflakes. Just um, having cornflakes for brunch. What are you getting up to today with me? Because I already I'm know. I'm not getting up to anything. I'm getting down with the kids. Can, can, you, can you admit that? I'm out there. No, she's not. She's not ashamed. No. I'm, I'm ashamed. I'm loud and proud now. What are you doing with those jazz jazz hands? <laughs> Put your jazz hands where I can see them. Try to knock some over usually. Do you associate jazz hands with being happy or sad? Happy. You. You're scared to swear though. So. Do you do uh, associate <laughs> clapping hands with being happy or sad? You never stop clapping. Well, if you're happy and you know it, you do your jazz hands, don't you? That's what they all say. If you're happy and you know it, run them down. <laughs> she stopped now. If you did that with a child, it'd still naturally go like that. Really happy. <laughs> yeah. Really, really yeah, If you taught a dog how to respond to that song, whatever you said at that point would be... If, if you're happy, yeah. If you're racist, then you know it. Do it back. <laughs> do it back. <laughs> do, do back. So, yeah, so uh, before... That man over there with the cornflakes reading interrupted what I was going to say is we decided it would be a good way to get to know the other person who's on the podcast if we asked them, who do you think... A question that we asked on the first podcast. Mm. Uh, who do you think would win in a fight between one hard man and three soft men? I'm lucky I've had time to think about that. You have, yeah. Well, I initially thought that you were all going to just say the hard man. Yeah. But then, if you think about it, He's got, it's the same amount of time. You can't split his time into the three soft men. Cause no, exactly, yeah. One hard man on one soft man, bam, like, done three yeah. times. Yeah, well, we decided to put even on two. He could, yeah, he's like, yeah, it's probably yeah. easy. But... Depends what the soft people are fighting for. Because <laughs> what, like, right? To them, yeah, yeah. The man up, don't they? And so if it's, like, one policeman versus uh, three anemic protesters, <laughs> who'd win in that? Well, one man's freedom fighter is another man's whatever the saying is. That was Gandhi, wasn't it? <laughs> whatever the saying is. And it's another man's whatever the saying is. It's not... It, yeah, I suppose it is a saying, isn't it? The world spins on exactly. One man works one in the man world. Yeah, exactly. What is it somebody like has bombs and things tied to them? What are they called? Terrorists. A yeah, suicide bomber. A terrorist. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. Okay. A terrorist. And then who are you putting as the soft man? Mom Olin. Right, what about this? Three soft men, me, mum and Greg, and you as the hard man. No, Greg would be the hard man in that. Right, me, you and... (laughs) Would Greg batter us all? (laughs) Greg, for the context of this, is my my mum's freedom fighter. So, um, (laughs) so yeah, who would you... So, us three battering... The hard man, because he's not hard for nothing. Yeah. But then where does it stop for men? Five, four, four, five. Yeah, well, that is the that is the good question, isn't it? Because mm. we, we, I was having this conversation yesterday, actually. It comes up a lot. And we are saying that if <laughs> you had the two softer of the soft men protecting the, the harder of the soft men... Right. Why isn't the hardest soft man a hard man? Because uh, he's just harder than the other. He's just oh. harder than the other soft men. Yeah, yeah. Well, that three-pound challenge. Yeah, and he was behind them, so the two ones were like taking the punches for him. 
But there'd be a point when there'd be there'd be two, a point when the, the hard man's knocked those two people out and he's just stood behind them, yeah. like and he's just there now, basically defense, yeah, defensively naked. What defines winning? Like they're all um, dead, <laughs> pain. Yeah, because I suppose they could just give up instantly, couldn't they? But you don't. Yeah. Uh, they could do that straight away. But then, so could the, the the hard man could have a coronary, and they'd be like, "Oh, I can't believe we won that." What if the um, hard man? What if the hard man was like blindfolded? Yeah. Not blind, like blindfolded, and had earphones on. And right. Could... You removed his senses. Yes. You'd put a little, a couple of plasters over his tongue. <laughs> <laughs> and there's some oven mitts. Yeah. Um, well, then the the soft men would win. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> really? Thanks. Um, all that butter. My mum's just brought in some toast, some half and half toast for um, for Grace, the only child for Men's Whistle. In tons, how much butter do you think that is? Uh, point zero zero, like genuinely, but mm-hmm. it's because it is a lot of butter for toast. But if you were to genuinely calculate how much they are, it'd be minuscule. Yeah. But it's a lot for a minuscule yes. amount of butter. That's what I've always said, though, isn't it? About butter. Mm. You feel quite strongly about that. I do, yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to eat it. I'm not going to eat that now. You butter hard. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. Don't. You were starving last time we went. Yeah, she's looking for um, a slaughterhouse to continue her activities. What's <laughs> <laughs> that? Is that? So yeah, so you all, who are you settling on in the the four block fight? I'm gonna give the hard man a chance. The hard man, really? Yeah, no. Are they all the same age? Mm, uh, hard uh, age is relative when you're hard. Do you age quicker or slower when you're hard? Uh, that's uh, the question for next week. <laughs> I keep saying next week. Yeah, she's uh, she's she's his mum. Mum likes to get in on everything that she possibly can here. Like every bit of possible conversation. <laughs> Yeah, carrier bags, excellent, mm. nice. Mom, if you could teach, pass on a piece of knowledge to your two children, and that's the only piece you get in life to give to us, what would it be? One piece of advice. Get a good pension. <laughs> so not love those around me, be grateful for what I've got. No, because that should come as standard, because I've taught you well. Imagine that we've grown up as some sort of... Uh, <laughs> I was just going to meet just a completely neutral <laughs> nothing. I would say then pay it forward. It's deep. Yeah, <laughs> what, that's what we're angling for. Yeah. Well, if it's one piece He's of advice, I've not got to say <laughs> put plenty, plenty of butter on your toast, am I? It's a piece of advice. <laughs> so what are you playing at then? Well, because I always put a lot of butter on your toast, so it doesn't need to be said again. But I don't... Uh, did you not know I didn't like a lot of butter? Do you not like a lot of butter? No, no, but, some, like no but someone gave her a lot of butter previously and she's just paying it forward. <laughs> That's what you thought about the... Um, yeah, you... I don't mean if somebody beats you up, then beats somebody up out. Yeah, just someone, it just beats someone from. else up. <laughs> yeah, that's, that. Well, that's what, a lot, that's what a lot of people do, Mum. Uh, I don't understand. <laughs> it's no. a sad world. It is. What did you think of the film Pay It Forward starring Hayley Joel Osment? I didn't know there was such a film. I think I watched it with you. Well, it was obviously stuck in my mind. It's what the phrase pay it forward might have done. Oh. <laughs> that was a nice nose blow in the background there. Hopefully got fixed up. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Get it out of our fridge!
I've never heard perineum pronounced perineum before. Now please join me in a trip all the way back to the last pod. Imagine I'm saying the next bit in crisp white writing scrolling upwards while laying on its back on the night sky. So this upcoming sectoid is from the last podcast where Evil Maka was painting the town like one of his French women. There is a baby wasp's jalopies worth of anaphoric little callbacks that take place. But honestly it's like such a small amount, I think. I'm going from memory come to think of it. I may actually listen back to it and could be absolutely riddled with esoteric references and niche little in jokes. Well tickle my chumpy and smack my winky. Let's go fit lads. Let's go fit lads. What, what is a perineum? Is it a bit of your nose? No, it's the bit, uh, it's the bit between your, like, the, the, your biffkin, or, or you know, the bit between your balls and your ass. Oh, the gooch. Yeah, gooch, yeah. My sister. <laughs> what did you say? Perineum. What did I say? Perineum. Perineum. <laughs> like, uh... oh my god, delphinium. Delphinium? <laughs> I think it's a type of flower. Alright. <laughs> I don't know though. Did, did you know apparently, um, when my sister, when she was at school, apparently kids these days, <laughs> that's the first time, I've just unlocked a level of my life by saying kids <laughs> these days, but um, kids apparently say splendor instead of uh that gooch yeah, bit. Yeah, instead of gooch. Splan- that's stupid. Splander, yeah. Bullshit, isn't it? Per- so sh- Biffkin. The, ki- the kin to your biff. That's the only term. Perineum. If I still say it wrong. Perine- per- perineum. 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 Perine- what is perineum. it? Perineum. Perineum, yeah. I think. Perineum. It might be perineum. <laughs> Who can we ask to validate this pronunciation? Uh, it's got to be some perineum expert somewhere, hasn't there? I'll find it out on Wikipedia. One sec, let me uh, put that, <laughs> do like a spoken thing on um, Wikipedia. I don't really want to type in perineum on Wikipedia though. In case we see you internet history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Spicy perineum, the West. <laughs> Watering can perineum. What? The fuck. A forgotten complication of gonorrhea. Uh. Management of watering can perineum, perineum, perineum. <laughs> that looks like a <laughs> legit fair. website I as well. It wrong, by the way. That's, that's perineum. In this mo- God, I'll let you read that out. <laughs> watering can perineum, perineum. <laughs> a forgotten complication of gonorrhea. In the modern era, a broad spectrum of antibiotics, urethral fistulate in brackets, watering can perineum or perineum, is one of the forgotten sequelae. <laughs> I guess plural of sequel? No, I don't know. Sequelae of chronic (laughs) gonococcal infection. We report a 20-year-old unmarried male with (laughs) gonococcal urethritis and two sinuses in the scrotum watering can perineum. The... Mishitrating, mishitrating, and retrograde utheogram revealed mucosal irregularity and extra vasation of the contrast medium at the junction of the bulbous (laughs) and the membranous urethra. Recent worldwide emergence of Multi-drug resistant strains of goniki give rise to alarm. In present, in the oh, this is getting a bit dark. Are you any the wiser? <laughs> no, oh, I, I think I've used up all my reading skills as well on that. I know. <laughs> I 
Urethral fistulate. I can say that with confidence. Nice. Oh my god, imaging of urethral disease, a pictorial review. Uh, Get this on your internet history. I could, uh, go on if you need to. Cool. Oh yeah, here we go. With the big boys now, are we? Oh, you can see kind of extra outlines of peepees. <gasps> Bulbous urethra. <laughs> my no, my... <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's nothing too serious because this is if it is this is done from the guise of ignorance. If if you're <laughs> affected by anything any of the content in this podcast, yeah yeah please contact. Speak to your GP. Yeah. Speak to the podcast ombudsman. Contemporary godfather of the inane platitudes that strive too hard to wear a personality on the sleeve, but then the sleeve ends up wearing you. There's got to be level of laugh, hasn't it? Yeah, of course. I mean, it's, uh, what advice is that? You live, you love, you laugh, <laughs> <laughs> and death. Live, love, laugh, death. <laughs> I think, I'm like, uh, when people have it as like tattoos as well. Oh no way! Really? Like that. Yeah, definitely. of course they will. Yeah. <laughs> oh, people. What is wrong with people? Those pointless uh, phrases on like signs that people have. So like, oh like, yeah, gin or clock. It's <laughs> a good one. Uh, I think you could also swap that for prosecco or clock. Yeah, prosecco you know, time. Yeah, prosecco time. Uh, what is it, Do you um, think there's a difference between the time and the clock? There, that's interesting that you associate. <laughs> Vodka has potatoes in it. Potatoes are vegetable, right? <laughs> Brilliant. That's a classic one. Those are the sort of things that you see in those shops that have uh, when you walk past mirrors that whistle at you. Yeah, and yeah. like boob so yeah. that's the sort of thing <laughs> I also think that maybe like a parents thing as well yeah, or like people who are just like really keen yeah <laughs> um, if if friends were flowers I'd pick you <laughs> like I, I love cooking with wine sometimes I even put it in the food you've got two choices like it or lump it depending on the person it's kind of a little bit kind of cute I guess it's like oh it's yeah. like fair, fair enough but then there's there's some people who Prosecco or Clock is quite a lot of the time yeah oh, I wouldn't be boasting about that no <laughs> but people defining themselves by, by, by that again again yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what you mean oh, just, yeah, just, fu- just fucking rub some cake on the wall <laughs> I'll, oh, I love lettering I remember being annoyed by these signs, not not those kind of ones, but like back in the day when you wore expressions on your shirt, a t-shirt. Now I had one that I got bought that was um you can't spell manslaw without laughter. That was that was one that I got bought. Right. But there's two that really annoy me and the, there's one particular one that I think is just disgusting and it's uh I poke badgers with spoons. Do you remember that? No. Do you never remember that T-shirt? No. Who? What does that? Like, why? Yeah. It's so unfunny. Like, yeah. so unfunny. There's a guy at my work, and he has uh, <sighs> my pen is bigger than yours. But like, uh, I like yeah. No, I got it. I got it instantly. I got it instantly. I got it without even seeing yeah, I know, it. I I'm it. Even have to explain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on it. Yeah, brilliant. 
Yeah. Well done. The other, the other one, one by one, the penguins steal my sanity. That was another around about the badgers poke. Right. Badgers poking with thingy spoon. Do you well, remember? Were they, bait? were they were they anything before they were on a t-shirt? Those. Uh, no, they're not like garlic bread or um, mm. yeah. I want that one already. I think I actually escaped it. I think I only had it. Save water, drink beer T-shirts. No, you didn't escape it. You got save water, drink beer T-shirt. You you, you were just as bad as all of us. Shut up. Stop trying to get that under the, the rug. There was loads. I remember when I was on holiday and we saw, um, it said, we're in America and it said FBI, <laughs> Federal Badonkadonk Inspector. That stuck with me. The word Badonkadonk, which I don't think I'd heard before. That's good. Like, I like that one. I know what you that. mean, but it's not like Federal Booty Inspector, isn't it? It's those no. kind of ones. Or Female Booty Inspector. It's those kind of... Yeah, you see a guy wearing that t-shirt just saying, creep. <laughs> <laughs> not bad. Unfunny man. Yeah, I need to define myself by this. You do, you do see them, though. Like, you do see, like, weird choices in t-shirts. Like, really, you... Like, because that that says a lot about you that you might not want to reveal. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, statements like that definitely with on the wording on the T-shirt, but the uh, those weird, like, wolf T-shirts. <laughs> they're, they're a classic. You, you leave them out of this conversation. No, they're incredible, aren't they? Because whoever did them is obviously really skilled. <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah, it's a real... Yeah, they're... But... Yeah, I, I kind of respect people for wearing things like that because they obviously, there's part of them that must be into that. And the fact that they don't give a shit what anyone else yeah, thinks is absolutely I, awesome. Who are we to say they're on for yeah. wearing it, of course? But yeah, it's, it's fun just, to take the mick yeah, out of them, but at the end of the day, I respect people who do that. <laughs> yeah, people who just don't give a shit. Yeah, definitely. It'd be great to be like that. Maybe we are a little bit like that, but... Yeah, I'm just putting my favourite wolf t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care that it stinks. <laughs> I've been wearing this for three weeks. <laughs> They've made it on the fleeces, though, haven't they? Wolves. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Jackets. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're like really faded. We went past like somewhere, a market in town, and it was like an awesome, in, uh, slash awful, um, wolf fleece. It was purple with wolves howling at the moon, yeah. like on the front and back. No, they were even howling at the moon, they were just present on it in big, th- <laughs> thick, black, um, felt wool. Yeah. Uh, fleece, as it also might be. <laughs> um, I think that's what it's short for. And we went into Wilkinson's, and then these two ooh, advertising, and there was um, two women walked in behind us who were wearing two of the exact fleece that were just a purple wolf fleece, and it was it was a glorious, glorious <laughs> worlds collided in that moment. It was beautiful. Well, right. Well, on, on people, two people wearing the, the same the same outfit. I uh, used to know a couple lovely lovely people uh, husband and wife probably I think in their like late 50s right. they used to dress identically like exactly the same and I, like down to like shoes and like bobble hat where at? like when they went out like they just like, every day that was that they dressed exactly the same <laughs> fair play yeah same same, play. Uh, same like waterproof jacket yeah obviously into it well yeah I wonder, if, <laughs> I wonder what that brought into the bedroom though you're going to ask these questions <laughs> yeah. you're dressing as each other maybe just so just asexual maybe but uh, well probably, okay, probably you, just can't, make, you but, can't extrapolate that from that, from that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a gross over generalisation of no, twins it would make buying clothes easy though right you just uh, well, just have two of them two I suppose them. or more difficult though well yeah because then you'd actually, have to really streamline down what you can buy alright well I want to I want to take back my exaggeration a little bit like maybe they're like they might want a different t-shirt but they would have the same like fleece jacket like uh, jeans and like train, right. trainers on so I put badges and then on her shoes <laughs> but people like that are amazing though aren't they yeah <laughs> well, done. Yeah, well, well done. done don't even care yeah don't even care 
It'd be, it'd be dead easy. If, if it's me dead easy, just carry on. Don't give, don't give yeah. a shit. Yeah, I salute you. Wow! You've packed on the pounds. Now let's help you spend them, you stingy twat. I can already tell you the type to wonder about the sex life of their pet. Even the unsexy ones must at least feel it move down there a bit, I can hear you type in on Ask Jeeves. Have you ever found yourself riding a throbbing chub on and looking across at your potentially interesting dog and thought, I wonder if they know what's going on? Well, they do. And they're fucking gagging for it. They've seen your cum face more than they've had hot dinners. And now, thanks to Petophile, now you can see theirs. Legally. And no, this isn't your average shaggy dog story. Our new remote-controlled dog eggs from Nalt Mattel are the cat's meow. No bullshit, they're the bee's knees. You and your lover will be rubbing your noses in K69's voluntary mess in next to no time. Simply lube up your dog egg with regular household creosote, crank the remote control to 12 and watch as your dog vibrates their way to cloud 9 like Laika. Except this is one mission that won't result in a dog's death a lot of the time. Or for the more hands-on groomer, experience our get-off-and-strap-on range, where we give you the opportunity to fetch and come here. Simply slide one or more human-eyed Jonathan Thomas into the patented latex elephantetal crotch mask, and you'll be in the dog pound in no time, or dogly pounding. But if that feels too much like wearing a Johnny and illegally banging your pet, because it kind of is, never fear! Famous paper mache Cox is here, featuring schlongs of some of the world's most famous animal stars, such as Lassie, Wolf, Red Rum, Winnie, Shamu, Wales, Stuart Little, Lisa Riley, Emmerdale, and Garfield. Meow, definitely that. And many more. And for unlimited time only, we'll throw in a paper mache cock from our petophilia range, featuring cocks from some of the world's most famous bestiality fanboys, including cocks of former prime ministers and current prime ministers. So if you're looking for a man's best friend with benefits, we've got your back. And theirs. And for just whatever the fuck it is extra, we'll throw in a packet of fish pond fuel oil to really sex up those tight pikes, shy sharks and coy coys. Just remember to save some for pussy. As in a cat, not as in a crossword for all that stuff that's involved in or around a fanny. So if you love your pet, become an official pedophile today. Now you grow up and number coming right up after we return to Lube Peter. Goldie was just seven weeks old when she first appeared on the programme in May 1978. She's a gorgeous puppy. How about that then? How's she doing? She's she Fantastic, right? considering she's never been anywhere near to She'd come, which she quickly learned, with Simon in London, and they soon started the important job of introducing her to unusual sights, smells and sounds. What do you think of that? Who's a pretty girl? When Simon went for training with dog expert Duck, on Simon's return, both dog and master were put through their paces. Goldie, sit. Good, good girl. Good girl. Just remember, Simon, there will be times when she doesn't get down when you give her the command. If she doesn't, enforce your command. Goldie, sit. Come into her as quickly as you can and put pressure with your hand onto her. Simon often took Goldie to his parents' farm in Derbyshire, where she spent many happy times in the country. (laughs) 
simply the best dog in the world. Goldie was loved by thousands of viewers and each year on her third birthday she gave birth to thousands of thousands of thousands of thousands of viewers. Well that just leaves the little bitch that we're keeping for the programme and a very popular suggestion and we all like to pour fuel oil into the fish pond. bathroom or in a kitchen it's a list of house rules like um you cook with it you clean it you <laughs> you use it you put it back yeah screw the lid off you screw the lid on you swear it you'll get a slap on it it <laughs> <laughs> slap on what are those are there's some classics there's also there's the t-shirts you get my when you're abroad go on what's the my, my wife went to Malia and all Malia and all I got was this t-shirt yeah, I don't need Google because my wife knows everything <laughs> um, we played that game on your camera where me and we were making them up oh, oh yeah that is a good game making up t-shirt slogans um, coming to uh, next Fortnite's podcast <laughs> yeah there's like, like Adidas with Addy, a, a, yeah. sp- a spliff logo spliff logo a weed leaf spliff logo jeez Louise um <laughs> Federal badonka donk inspector and stuff like that, but we're trying, trying to think of. Uh, you see him in like, like yeah. charity shops. Yeah, the like black, black, black pool's full of them as well, isn't it? But yeah, yeah. No, you do see him in charity shops. Yeah, you're right. It's typically uh, beach beach resorts I found that have them. Yeah, they are yeah. fantastic. Like they are amazing. It's more the people who, who who's wearing them. Like who's who's. <laughs> do you ever see anyone wearing tops with stuff on? Uh, yeah, a little plaque uh, in your house. Um, I did when. I was about your age and was hanging out with mates in bands and stuff, and I like I used to have like slogany T-shirts that were kind of meant to be slightly amusing, but kind of it's wearing part of your personality, like on, on your sleeve, I suppose, isn't it? But that it's because it's because it's done. It's tried to be done in some sort of like pithy fifteen-word T-shirt. <laughs> It it typically has to try be outrageous, and by being outrageous, you just think no bed. <laughs> the fonts as well. Yeah, like... Comic Sans all the time. <laughs> What's your favourite font, Mum? Font. Um, I I like um, the. Um... Oh, That's a letter. Ariel. <laughs> Why out of everything? The Joker one. So so I got this, this stupid tattoo. Did you get the tattoo on the wrist? Yeah, we will be, yeah. The camera feel up there. Need two taxis. Okay. <laughs> What's your language, Grace? Grace wasn't coming. I'll tell you what, see. Whoops. Nearly let out the taxi company's name. Sometimes send the. I'll bring one say, can you send the big bus? Yeah. What in? 
Now. One minute. Bless. We better uh, wrap this. Well, Sweet. What, this, this is good. This is good. It's just our family conversation <laughs> now. Well, can you find out if they're sending the goods to the It's going now. I'll ask them to send another one straight away. It's going. Up to the station. Straight to the station. It's good, isn't it? I didn't even think about that. Yeah. God. But you might be lucky because they do have a bit of a big boss. So, so thanks for tuning in. Uh, that is nice of you. This was Grace. I've been Matty Watley, and I can't believe I found that dead dog in my now these are grown people who are sending cars to other grown people. Now these are grown people who are sending cars to other grown people. Penis injections, which are used to help maintain erections, or the use of a needle and syringe to release the extra blood directly. Goodbye. Thanks for watching. Squeak a minute before.